Welcome to Cocktails and Comics. Grab a drink and bring out your inner nerd and join your hosts, Steve, Alec, and Andy. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cocktails and Comics. I'm going to take this one a little easy on uh, this intro today. No McConaughey? No, no McConaughey this week. No but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Very good. Um, but I will definitely take this at uh, uh, Alex's notebook of uh, how are you, how are my fellow henchmen doing? <laughs> Feels weird. I don't know who should answer first. Uh, I think uh, Alex. Uh, I did I you mean, last time. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. I just, I'm honestly, if you guys didn't notice, I'm just a little out of it today. No, I mean, I figure when Allison, I called you before we started recording, because I, I just want to make sure you weren't dead, to be honest. Oh, no, I've overslept before, so I get it. Yeah, so I was like, and you're like, yeah, I got, got behind, and I was like, <laughs> okay, no problem, like, just want to make sure you're not dead. I was caught up at the house and stuff, and then yeah. I need a beer and smoke, so that was an extra stop, and then... Mm. Um, I, but I'm just, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm just tired. Yeah. I hear I, you. It's been like this all day. I've just been kind of bleh, so. Yeah. I mean, I think that stems from probably this weekend and uh, definitely yesterday, which I never want to do again. I never want to go. So I never want to go out on a Sunday. No, I had so much fun. I just never want to <laughs> go out on a Sunday again because I was like, as much as, again, we talk about how we love Mondays yeah. because we get to do this at the end of the day. Right. I like sleeping on Sunday. <laughs> And even though I went to bed at, like, a normal time, I still had alcohol in my system, and that ruins everything. (laughs) As soon as you wake up, you feel it. You feel like garbage. You know, because you're now, you know, you guys are in your 30s, and I'm pretty fucking close, (laughs) and I'm already feeling it. (laughs) So I was, like, at work, and I was like, man, I am – the funny thing at work, so I have a little journal that I fill out every morning um, just to ramble for a second – but all of a sudden it will say, like, what's your energy level today? And in the morning I was like, I'm a fucking 10 out of 10, dude, and wrote 10. And I think by noon I couldn't stop yawning. <laughs> and I was like, I just never need to go out on a Sunday ever again. It's <laughs> like never need to do it. Rather just do that Saturday as we just sit around this table right. so that I can lay around all Sunday and not watch football. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, I'm happy to be here, man. I was going to say, uh, it sounds like you're doing swell. I'm I'm doing okay. Hopefully uh, tomorrow I can quote and get everybody quotes and everything. Mm-hmm. Start doing stuff at work. Uh, my shit was finally approved, and then he's like, "Oh, your thing was approved." You just have to wait another 24 hours. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, starting an insurance is just a waiting game. It's a studying game, and then it's just waiting for a month until you can start doing anything. Uh, so, yeah, now I'm just excited for that. So that has me pumped and getting me through the day right now. Right. So. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, how are you, bud? I'm good. I was going to say, can't complain. We had a fun uh, first episode we recorded today, and then... Uh... People aren't yelling anymore outside. Facts. Just so people do know, I know you already know this, but we record a lot of episodes in one night. Yeah. Uh, so the last episode you heard, we were very much distracted. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a cut in that episode where we did stop the episode. So if it sounds weird, that's why. Because people were screaming outside this apartment. In 19 degree weather at 8 o'clock at night. Right. Yeah, it was it was why? terrible. Why so, are you doing this? Yeah, if you heard it, welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's what we were dealing with for 20 minutes. Yeah. You know? yeah, and I don't feel like a bag of dicks today. Apparently, like, you guys kind of are just exhausted. I, I think far, you're just I, exhausted. I'm lethargic, you know? Yeah. It's like, I got no oomph in me. I'm still in my first beer. Yeah. No. Nah. I think it was just, like, this morning I was ready because I was up at 5 and I felt good. I just, my body woke up, but I, like, felt that 
I'm awake. Like I'm, right. I'm ready to do stuff. I made French toast, and that was my downfall. <laughs> <laughs> was, my ass has just been hurting the rest of the day. <laughs> so, uh, tuning nothing's off base. I'll yeah, tell you I was that story. Say, we'll get into that. No. And how stupid I am. So, otherwise, I can't wait to talk about the nerd stuff. Right. right. So uh, we're continuing on with all the fun uh, Disney. Um, uh, shareholders meeting that they had going on with all the stupid amount of things that they announced and we just figured we'd do Star Wars right away. So we're doing part two today. Um, I don't know if there'll be a part three. I'm going to try and squeeze a little bit more because we don't exactly, I mean we have a lot of ideas but there's not a lot of info for most of these. Right. Um, uh, but, but yeah, so we'll we'll see what we get through today and then we might, that might bleed into another episode with uh, Marvel because I'm so fucking excited to get into all things Marvel. Thanks. Um, which we'll probably do a little bit next week, if not the week after, actually probably the week after. So we'll see what that looks like. But anyways, um, so getting into today's episode, um, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan right away. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, I was just going to let people go first if they wanted to, otherwise I shall start. Uh, I fucking love Obi-Wan. <laughs> We've been talking about this show for a god knows how long. You talk about Obi-Wan more than I've ever heard anybody talk about I, th- I just, the thing ever. that... The yeah. reason I talk about Obi so much is because I just love Ewan McGregor. Like, I think he was the perfect cast for that. I lo- I've always loved Sir Alec Guinness. I mean, agreed. And I and I, I know where you're coming from because obviously Ewan was down the road, but as a perfect casting, mm. even 40 years ago, and for him to even sign on to this fucking project to begin with, which right. is probably like, yeah, kill me in this one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Kill me in this one. You need me for other ones, I'll just record what you need. <laughs> you know? But uh, just what a great, it worked. I fell in love with them from the 40 years ago movie. And uh, But again, to to that point is, again, of course, Sir Alex Guinness is amazing. Right, right. Uh, but when you have something like that where you make a show and you have an older character, but then you got to make the younger character... Um, I think we saw that with like Solo. It it mm-hmm. didn't work. Yeah, it was that that movie bombed. It was not good, and I, I'm pretty sure around this table, all of us had the same same consensus where it's it was like, like it was a movie. Yeah, right. You know, but that guy didn't fill the shoes of Han Solo. I made it five minutes into that. Honestly, that's fine. I yeah. You didn't need to watch the rest because it's not that good. And I didn't like the guy that they got to play Han at all. I'm like, that's not right. Han Solo. So again, you go into that role of this is just you it's hard to fill those big shoes um where all of a sudden you had ewan mcgregor which already was uh you know kind of a beloved actor i would i would say at that point i mean he did he did a few movies baby face yeah but i mean he was it was part of different projects back then i don't have everything offhand but i mean he was a recognizable face you're like oh yeah that's ewan mcgregor i mean train spotting if you were into that cult classic um, I, I mean, I always love him in Moulin Rouge also. Right. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, him. and he, you know, all of a sudden to come into that role and then fill those shoes of Guinness. Correct. To be that young Obi-Wan Kenobi was just phenomenal. Again, he was the probably the best thing that happened in those movies. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. He's pretty high up on that list of like, you know, hello there. Right. I mean, he has so many great <laughs> so lines. Good, yeah. You know, when Anakin jumps off of the the vehicle and just starts flying down, he's like, why does he always do this? <laughs> you know, but it was just great voice work. It was great acting. No. Um, you know, you felt like if he did age, he would turn into Guinness. No. Um, so, again, I, I feel like that's a hard role. I like to that film. he wasn't so uh, grounded Obi-Wan either. Yeah. You know, because we meet Obi in the desert in A New Hope, and he's knowledgeable, he's wise. 
and he's basically too old for anything. Yeah. So he's just right. an old wise man with lots of knowledge. Old he's Ben Kenobi. Old, yeah, he's Correct. an old wise old, hermit. Old Ben Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. He's an old wise hermit. Uh, but in, in those prequels, you know, you see a younger Obi-Wan, mm. and he's not so wise and knowledgeable yet. Right. With not all those years' experience ahead of him, whatever. Right. So he does have that lighter side to him. And that's what I is, think... Which is... Uh, it's just cool to see that character that you know him as. Right. And you're like, oh, fuck, he wasn't always like that. No, agreed. I mean, to your point of saying that is that it was fun to watch that that building of him from the first one to the end. Right. Uh, where he does fight, you know, Anakin and, and end up into that storyline of, of seeing him become wiser as he goes on. Which I'm sure even the Anakin thing completely, you know, after we see him at the end of uh, Sith, like, I'm sure it took a toll on him. And yeah, it definitely changed him over time. You know, but but throughout the three, you got to see the character uh, build. Yeah, I thought you got to see him develop. Progress. Excuse me. Yeah, right. and I thought it was really. I mean, this goes to Ian McGregor. Like, I mean, for how quickly they filmed most of those, that didn't take super long mm. um, to go through those movies. But uh, <laughs> I mean, in the in episode one, he looks like a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. he looks like a teenager and stuff, or very early twenties, very oh, early twenties. And then by the end, I mean, he didn't age that much, but by the end, they made him look like a more, an adult. Yeah, like an adult, a truly, you know, 30, late 30s, early 40s, like adult. And yeah. he can look at like that whole range of people and stuff, which I was like, that's really cool. I mean, makeup artist props to them for that, but then also him being able to pull off that that range of, you know, right. young kid to, you know, mature master, adult kind of thing. No, absolutely. And um, so I think obviously. You know, the prequels, you know, a lot of people don't like. It is what it is. But I think the best thing to savor from that that everyone has loved is Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. and what happened to him after the prequels ended. Right. Um, yeah, we get to see him, you know, in a bit afterwards in Clone Wars and, and Rebels. Um, but to really see Mc- or Ewan get back into the character. I'm so excited. Uh, and see that a live action. I mean. So pumped. I feel like that's what everyone's wanted for the last 15 years, yeah. whatever. Well, kudos to you and McGregor and whoever is doing this because we did talk about this months and months and months mm. ago when it was finally confirmed. Yeah. and uh, Even when there was just that hint. Correct. Yeah. And, yeah, because he, I think it was a, a tweet or something, somebody threw something out. And he, yeah. and he, he kept responded. denying. He, like, he was like, I... Well, he was denying nah, forever, denying yeah. forever. He had to. He had to. He, had to. he was like, yeah. you, they they, were like yeah. you cannot and that's talk the, about And this. that's yeah. the thing is we found out that he's known about this for the timeless three to four years. Yeah. yeah. So they've been planning, doing, writing everything for this, probably training mm-hmm. big time yeah. to become a Jedi again, uh, fighting wise. Yeah. Hope to fuck. Uh, kudos to him. And man, what did the barrage of beatings verbally he had to take over the years or just, he antagonizing mm-hmm. everything. And when are you going to do him? Obi- yeah, I don't when know. When are you going to do Obi-Wan? I don't right. know. Obi-Wan. You know, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know. Not, it's, it's, it's not there. Thing. It's not there. It's you never, know. I don't know. Um, and for four years to have to do that, what a weight lifted off. And then, yeah. and then we saw him recently in Birds of Prey, which he fucking killed it. As oh, it was Black Mask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. It was the greatest. Romy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Again, he was... Besides Harley Quinn, he was the best thing about that movie. Right. You know, it was, again... No, he stole the show. No, agreed. Yeah. And, I mean, going back, you're like, that movie's okay. It's an okay okay. movie. Like, it was fun to see the first time, and you're like, yeah, this is fun. 
But you look back and you go, I watched it again. I was like, this is an okay movie. Same. I watched it not long ago, and I was like, this movie's cool, yeah. but it's not. But whenever Roman is on on the screen, you're like, what's yeah. up? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be I want to see he this. He demanded the spotlight on the screen every time. Yeah. You know, and they feel if that's the way this they filmed him. Okay, kudos because right. you you really nailed it. Well, and that was the character of Sion. Yeah, so, I mean, he was someone who was full of himself. Oh, yes, and, yes, and everything. Yes. And the, they they nailed it on the screen. But so so to see him come back, I don't even know. Remember the last time he, I maybe he was in something prior to that. Maybe I just don't pay attention too much. I don't know. It's been a while. But it was awesome yeah, to see him again and kill it. Spotting two, I yeah. think, which came out five years ago. That's probably the last yeah. time I heard him. And then he probably had to start Jedi training for the last one. <laughs> right. No, I'm uh, sure he also he, does Broadway and all that stuff, I think, right? Yeah, he does, yeah, he does a lot of that so stuff. So I'm, I'm just, yeah. I, I, it's a long time coming, and I think, fuck, dude, who even knows now how he can play this role compared I'm to a long 20 time years ago, 15 years ago? Yeah. How he, you know, when those movies first fucking came out. Right. That's a long time. And he still looks great. He still looks the same. He still looks great. But he looks the same. But they're going to take this One of the other guys that has the totally different route. They're going to take that. It's going to be a more serious route. Right. That's really what I'm excited to see. Well, I mean, going into it, I'll ask the question, what do you think this is about? So my biggest thing of even getting into this a little bit further is the fact that I loved Ian McGregor's, um, Ewan McGregor's responses to, like, why he was so happy about this mm. was because of the fact that Hayden Christensen was coming back to play as Vader. Yep. Yep. That was the big thing that they announced, and then he was finally able to talk about it, and he was like, you know, this is the, my favorite thing is the fact that I get to hang out with Hayden Christensen mm. and do shit with him again. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. So you guys are actually going to be on screen together at a point in time? Oh, it's squeeze been, me? I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed that they are going to have a rematch in the show. Yeah. All squeeze me, bacon powder. <laughs> Hello? You're going to have another Obi-Wan Vader fight? Yeah. <sighs> and again, I mean, that was the the most fun thing of the prequels was in Sith, was that final oh, battle. The last half hour, Hayden the last and, hour and of Greg. Sith was the best part of the whole Oh, yeah, trilogy. 100%. And again, it was, and we've talked about this a hundred times of why we, the best part of the prequels was the saber duels. Yeah. Because there was finesse. There yeah. was fucking time put into that. Speed. Right. And agility. And what they had to do was use metal fucking poles. Yeah. And fight. I mean, they had to be perfect every time. Yeah. Where I always said, you know, and I, I believe you guys agreed with me, was like in these last three movies, it was just haymakers yeah, every right. fucking time. Right. I'm just slamming my saber down because it's just all CGI. Right. It was like the best fight I think we got was when Kylo and yeah, Ray. Uh, Ray were yeah. uh, in, in the, the red ocean. room. Yeah, in the red in room. the ocean. Actually, yeah. Oh, no, the red room was cool. Yes, the I red think room the red was, room was way. I think the red room was dope. Yeah. It was the best one. Yes, no. but again, with a duel. <clears throat> I mean, no one on one with each other with the duel, just them. Right. That one we got in the last movie where they're out in the middle of that ocean on those sunken ships or whatever those fallen ships. Yeah. And they're fighting in the. In the thing or on top of the Agreed. thing, it was like okay, because we're not all getting haymakers because they got the weather. There were a lot of See, haymakers. That's the thing. That I kind of got to disagree with but you. That but was that was that was kind of one of the scenes that defined that. I me. loved that fight scene because it, I mean, it was wasn't so, so much no, haymakery. Yes, they're very heavy on. I think like fifty percent of that fight was definitely a lot of haymakers. I think they because they want to show the effects 
the visual effects and the physical effects of a lightsaber up close and personal. Right. So you're always seeing that fucking beam just constantly going, and then you can hear it staticking yeah. and the fire it creates and the burn marks on the ground. Like, they want to emphasize that so hard. And it's like, you gave me that in The Force Awakens. Right. I saw it drag through the snow. It was cool. I saw yeah. it hit a tree and charred up. Awesome. I heard the sizzle of other stuff. Fantastic. I right. get it now. I get it now. Yeah. So. But like I said, to have that finesse of, of, of Sith was just phenomenal. And again, that we get to have that. Not, someone you like to bring up a lot, Steve, is Boss Logic. Um, yeah. He just made a drawing not or not too long ago, I think within the last couple of days, of oh, him yeah. with like the outline yeah, of Vader. Oh, my mask. God, dude. And I just saw that see face, like, see face. Yeah. yeah. I might actually have a different background on my phone that isn't a woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because dude. I'm going to. Dude, he's up. phenomenal because he just did another one for Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse and stuff like that. Yeah. And I saved that one. I'll have to show you guys in a minute. Um, but it was so fucking cool. Yeah. And it's phenomenal of like what he wants to do with things. But yeah, like no, they just announced that. And I think I saw that at least four or five times brought up on Facebook through like multiple different yeah. like websites of like comicbook.com brought it up of like, dude, he boss logic did this crazy fucking drawing of Anakin in the yeah. Vader suit. And he's got like the glowing red eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. So I, again, I, I think we all agree and everybody agrees like Hayden Christensen, whatever. It was like terrible Anakin, great Vader, terrible Correct. actor. I mean, as well. I I don't think he was the best. I think he was young, and hopefully, you know, during this time now with the mask on and everything, that he'll be. But again, I like it just because the reason it's what we had fifteen years ago, whatever. Because Natalie Portman wasn't, you know. Yeah, but it was what we had at that moment. So to see him coming back, it's kind of like a cool class reunion of like, hey man, like you did stuff, you weren't great, but like you did stuff and you are true to what it is and you know, you put as much as you could into this in this thing. Agreed. and that Ewan loves you. Like you guys have a good fucking bromance. Right. You guys are a great couple to be together. Great chemistry. Uh, great chemistry. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to do that and then be comfortable in that role, now you're with Darth Vader. Like, we don't have to see your face. Yeah. Don't have to worry about your voice acting or anything. Yeah. You just have to do the movements right, which his movements were fantastic. Yeah. No. Again, the fighting scenes, everything, so everything cool. he did was great in the physical movement. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, and that said a lot to, like, George Lucas and his filming and stuff like that, because I'm not going to lie, that final fight scene between the two of them is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It was just so close. It was. Like, you're literally remember sitting, us talking about that. We sitting on it. top of him, yeah. and it's like, I can't see anything versus the Darth Maul fight, where it was far enough away that you could absorb the whole scene, right? not just, you know, that four feet around a, you know, four feet on top of a person. Right. Hell of a fight scene to put together, though, the one that would, that takes that long. Oh, just yeah. Just between oh, two yeah. people. Yeah. That was, no, it was that phenomenal. Was crazy. It was awesome. You know, and... I, I think I even enjoyed watching, like, the making of that <clears throat> scene so much more than the scene itself, because it was, I'm like, sure. It was so cool. To, I'm like, sure so it. much went into yeah, it. Yeah, it was crazy to see, like, those guys go at it and stuff yeah. in that wide picture, and then them being on, like, crazy different you know, sets and, like, the different mechanical things of, like, them floating around or mm-hmm. them on the falling thing where they had to jump into that and stuff, you know, I just was like, oh, damn, this is fucking nuts. Absolutely. And I agree, too. Hayden Christensen as Vader was just... <sighs> Once again, I didn't like him as that Anakin. Vader was, was so everything. Cool. Yeah. Right. Everything. Yeah. His look, that, that evil eye he always gave. Yeah, I'm like, I know the memes, the criticism is out there, but mm. I'm like... 
if you can appreciate it for what it is right. and the job that he did, I think I love that third one. Strictly, Agreed. Strictly for him. For Vader. Yeah. Right. Not not strictly for him, but right. you know what I mean. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right. No, agreed. So, very excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi, but uh, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's supposed to take place 10 years after Sith. So, I really don't know what they're going to get into, because, I don't know, as far as I know, once again, we have talked about this a couple times, right? He's not really supposed to go anywhere. Right, he's supposed to be on Tatooine. He's supposed to be doing shit on Tatooine. So, I'm very curious as to, like, how they're going to intermingle him either leaving the planet or whatever he does. I mean, I think something's definitely going to call him away, Vader. I'm assuming. Um, and kind of pull him away from what he has to do. Sure. Um, whether it be having someone else watch Luke for the time being. Right. Um, or what I just, I, again, we had this conversation a million times of just that, yeah, he's supposed to be on Tatooine, he's supposed to stay there, and he's supposed to watch Luke. Like, this well, is, which is where I was really surprised when that's what they chose to do for the story. Because I honestly thought this was going to be a prequel. I, even if you and McGregor was going to look older, but play a younger version of himself, sure. like Qui-Gon kind of thing, I was like, that could have been really cool. But once again, 10 years after Sith, I don't know, last time I checked, wasn't supposed to leave, and I really have no idea what's happening at that point in time. You know, and I guess that's kind of the beauty of it, because yeah. you can write whatever story you want. Right, because I mean, I don't know, what's that, like 15 to 20 years between Sith and New Hope? think that's something like that um because luke is what uh, between 15 and 20 by yeah the time, i think so by the time that he you know that happens um new hope happens so i mean there's lots of time there so there's there's plenty to do there that you can do i mean rebels fills in a little chunk of that that'd be really cool to see if they how if he interacts with the rebels thing you know because that technically right. all takes place before new hope also um but yeah, I, I I really don't know. There's there's a lot of space to cover there. But yeah, I I'm all for it. Ewan, do your thing. Yeah, Aiden, I just be Vader. See, I just want to see Obi Wan. I just want to see. I want to see Obi Wan more Vader. cool Vader shit. Yeah, you know to you see it at the end of Rogue One. Right, like you gave me the light at the end of the tunnel, which has been a great meme so far that I've yeah. seen. Mm -hmm. And they're like 2021. There's you know light at the end of the tunnel, and they're like the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, yep, that's yep, about yep, it. Yep, that's yeah, about 2021. not going to be that much yeah. better. Yeah, his introductory scene in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, that was no. the best. You know, and then yeah, I mean, when even he dark, he when he just the lightsaber yeah. lights up, you're like, right. oh, there he is. Yeah. And then I mean, even uh, where you and I can attest, Steve, is in Fallen Order. Yeah. I mean, wherever Vader shows up, dude, everybody is terrified of him. It's great. I remember playing that game. Wow. And getting to the final level, and all of a sudden you're, like, having the one-on-one -on -one with, like, the chick you just beat, whatever, and you're trying to turn her to the light side again, and all of a sudden you hear the fucking Vader theme. Terrified. Just start playing, and you're like, wait, what? And then all of a sudden you see, like, some smoke in the back, and you're like, no. No, it's not. And, then and I'm getting chills right now yeah, thinking right. about yeah. that scene, because all of a sudden he just walks out of the fucking smoke, you hear and you're the like... Voice. Yeah. Fuck! yeah, you hear the voice and you're like the the breathing and you're like, yeah. oh god, god, he's there and then fucking stabs that bitch yeah. through the fucking like Qui Gon was right and right through the fucking chest and then all of a sudden I remember playing that game where all the moment he starts choking you out and I was 
so distraught <laughs> that I didn't realize that the game was telling me, to hey, press R2 so yeah. you can fucking force pull this pipe onto him. No. And I died because I was <laughs> like, I don't know what, <laughs> what, am I doing? what am I doing? I was just staring at him terrified. And because it was choking you. Yeah, and then the, you fight him for like a second, then you dip out and you're running, and he's behind you a lot. <laughs> like, he's chasing you down. Well, like, you run down a corridor, and all of a sudden, like, they have a cutscene, you look behind, and he's just Mike Myers walking behind you. And all the crazy force shit he was doing, like, mm. you have, like, this bridge you're supposed to be walking across, and he's literally just ripping it apart to yeah. pieces using the force, and it's so brutal. It is like, awesome. I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! I'm after gonna this, we're, after, we're gonna have to show, I'll find a video, and yeah. you can watch the ending. It is fucking terrifying, I, yeah, I just so saw, brutal. I just saw a list of like the ten like most uh terrifying villains in like movie history. Yeah. And Vader's, Vader's list, definitely which is so funny though. because you know you're Star Wars or you're not Star Wars. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a thing. It's a niche. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> and so when you see stuff like that you're like, go oh, fuck you Star Wars. But when Darth Vader hits that fucking screen in a certain manner or just any view of him ever in a power fucking stance or something he's just one of the scariest fucking things mm. to ever grace the screen yeah or I, I have some of the comic books some of his comics i mean every single one is he's an intimidating being and he should be taken uh no less than that I, no it's, no it's it's fantastic i just got chills thinking about it because it's one of my favorite favorite comic book like clips of his and it's two clips, and it's him. He had just crash-landed on this planet, and I think it's from New Hope. I think that's when it takes place. Crash-lands on this planet, and is surrounded by, like, a ton of rebel soldiers. And they say, you're surrounded. And then the next clip is him saying, I'm only surrounded by fear and dead men. And there's, yeah. like, 30 troops, and they all die in the next, like, couple clips, and he just murders all of them. No, it's great. Yeah. I mean, I even love the, um, kind of even on a, a sadder note, of like a heartfelt note, um, I don't know if you've seen this pop up on your Facebook feeds, but all of a sudden people who have drawn out, because Ahsoka came in Amando. Um, who have drawn out like Ahsoka talking to Luke and being like, you know, mm -hmm. I knew your dad and I worked under him and I wish I could have helped him or whatever. And there's one where all of a sudden he's like, no, Ahsoka, he did turn to the light at the end. I do remember seeing and that. And she like is sobbing and she's like, thank, you know, I'm yeah. so glad that he, he came back to the light. Yeah, and then, I mean, again, that. I get chills and I kind of want to cry about it because yeah. it's like you had this person that, you know, he did love, he did care it was just unfortunate of the path that he took because he was corrupted. And that's even a crazy thing. They get into that in Rebels. Mm. So, like, towards the end of that, the, the two of them actually meet. Oh, okay. And, like, they have a couple duels and stuff like that <clears throat> throughout the last, like, season or so. Um, but there is one last moment when, like, she's like, I'm not leaving you this time. Like, I'm not going to abandon you and stuff. Like, I still want to participate. And yeah. I want to help you. And, you know, he kind of goes fucking evil on her. Yeah. Shit, but... Yeah, it's it's a cool ending, or it's like a cool ending between the two of them during that storyline. Right. And to always keep that that one mindset of in the Star Wars lore is hope. Right. It's always hope. It's always hope. And so she had hope going that whole route, and but always mm. thought, what what of it? Right. And that that's it is heartbreaking to know that she got to find that out and then broke. Right. Just in that little comic strip that someone drew up, and I was like, how. 
how four little fucking little boxes yeah. of drawings that someone made yeah, made me feel person. so much yeah. emotion. Which even goes back to baby Yoda and she's like, I can't help him. Right. Because she's looking, now you can look at that as her past experience where she's tried to help before. Oh, great. If she, if she can't, train somebody or help them, then you're just not the one. Yeah. And I mean, it even gets more emotional when you do watch Clone Wars and you, you go through that whole thing of him always trying to help snips and, uh, help Ahsoka in that way and always try to teach her and do the right thing. Right. You know, right. Exactly. You haven't heard snips in forever, but like her nickname and, and to go through all of that and then know that that's still the outcome that he's still Vader he still goes to the dark side, right. but then he still makes peace with himself at the end and and becomes part of the light uh, and realizes who he used to be and everything. So, yeah. um, again, I think they've done a fantastic job with Vader, uh, and I think Hayden will kill it. I think it'll be cool to see yeah. him again. Like, I'm sure we'll get a few bits and pieces of him not wearing the helmet. So oh, of course. Like, that'd be super cool to see him without the helmet of, like, how they made him look. Like, yeah. How, like... The OG Vader and you know Return of the Jedi, right? But I say he's not going to look so OG because he's not going to be as aged as no. we saw him, right, right? But still that burnt up. Correct. Mess. He'll be like yeah. cool. Dick. He'll be cool, disfigured. I hate you. Yeah, that. <laughs> he won't be like dead dick with a big scar on it. Right. Yeah. 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 No. So I think they can go a lot of cool routes with this. Uh, so yeah, I mean Obi Wan in any way they want to go with any of this. Oh. Sign me up, dude. I'll Sign me the fuck up. No. I'm ready. So, I don't know, we burnt a lot of that episode on just Obi-Wan, which I'm okay We're 30 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, who else didn't see that coming? Jesus Christ. So getting into another one of the bigger ones where we kind of have a lot more context uh, to, like, what's happening is uh, Andor, which is about our good buddy from Rogue One. He's like Walmart Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I mean, it kind of does, like, there are moments where I'm like, ah, I just see Pedro Pascal. It's, depending on my angle, I look at the poster behind me, it, for a second, I was like, that, oh, okay. Yeah. No, he, uh, it's Walmart Pedro, but I did like his character. I thought his character I, I'm was I'm a fan great. of him. It took me a while to come around to Poe, but yeah. I like Poe. Yeah. He's all right. He'll do, you know, I respect him. That's but, not Poe. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You're my just point, saying, oh, my gotcha. point being, yes, I, it took me a while to come around to him. My second uh, run through with Rogue One, I was like, all right, this guy's, I'm about him. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's yeah. So this is supposed to take place, uh, I don't know, a couple years, a few years ahead of Rogue One, which, I mean, he does talk about how, uh, you know, one of the classic lines from Rogue One of, uh, and I know it's been a meme a million times of, you know, I've been a part of this the whole time. You just joined and stuff like that. Like, I've been doing this my whole life type of thing. Right. So. The thing with that guy from Rogue One, I always, I don't know why, but I cannot differentiate, or differ, differentiate. Thank you. Him from Poe Dameron, because they yeah. kind of look the same. I actually said he's like uh, Walmart Pedro Pascal. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, I, yeah, right. And then, from my angle with the light shining, I'm like, holy fuck, this Mando. Oh, it's not Mando. Right. And then, you know, it's like, oh, you kind of look like Poe. I was like, but it's not. I always, because I'm, I'm always like, oh, yeah, the guy from Rogue One, he was a spice runner. I'm like, no, that's Poe Dameron. No, Poe Dameron was doing that. No. 
Not this fucking guy. <laughs> so, but they dress the same. They look the same. Right. They look the same. They dress the same. You same know. attitude. Same thing. Like one of them's Walmart. One of them's Target. And then one of them's like Meyer. I don't know. It's just it's like a <laughs> weird. Pedro's Target. <laughs> yeah. And then you got Walmart who's uh, fucking Poe. And then this guy's like Meyer. But he's still cool. Like yeah. Meyer still has good shit. Right. But it's like I don't know enough about him to be like, hey, man. Maybe you're like Walgreens. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know cool yet. Because he was kind of closed down in Rogue One. Like, whatever, right. whatever happened before, whatever he's done before, he didn't want it. He didn't want a part of it. It obviously changed him. It gave him his demeanor of, I don't want any part of anything anymore. Right. And to see him probably in some nitty gritty to be part of some stuff, uh, that's the exciting part. To yeah, see who yeah. you were before we knew you. Right. Well, what made him actually like the depressed, closed out person that he was. And like, Star Wars, yeah. I think the, the universe we've gotten recently uh, is done a great job with that. Yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, again, it's, and what's cool about it is it's taking place before, you know, like a new hope and everything again, before Rogue One, um, where it's just like that kind of area we haven't crazy explored or what what was going on in his world at that time. Um, again, it's just a new character, more fun shit that happens. It's someone who was closed off but then has a heart at the end of Rogue One right. and is able to uh, save Jin. 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 Yeah, and save her and, and go forward. And again... I enjoyed Rogue One so much because everyone got got. Right. <laughs> like, everyone <laughs> is fucking dead. Yeah, they're they're got. My buddy at work made it, uh, one of my, one of my coworkers at work today, we were talking about, you know, Andor and everything, and he goes, oh yeah, they're totally making a Rogue One too." And then we were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's what I feel like made that movie so great, was because it was... A one-off? Uh, it was a yeah. one-off of just... Something that we never knew how Leia got the plans for the Death Star. Right. Like that was never explored. It was never we never questioned it. Well, it also closed off one of the biggest loopholes of all time of the joke of like, why does this Death Star have this fucking one thing that leads to the reactor that right. blows it up? Of like that joke that's always been made for eons, right? And then they came up with Rogue One, and everybody was like, oh, I can't make that joke anymore, like, right? Now. You know, and it was it was so well done. And again, you ended it. You, you left no loophole, which yeah. was everyone got got. Right. Everyone's fucking dead. They're all gone. And it was just such an a emotional, cool fucking way that you're like, I want to know more about, you know, this group of people, what they went through, uh, especially him himself. I mean, even if they made a, uh, a movie about the two Asian guys, like, right. you know, how did that you would be. Blind? Right. How did you become <laughs> blind? Um, how did you guys end up together? Like, it's just... All the characters in that fucking movie were amazing. So, and this leads to something that I just realized and got super girl, schoolgirl giddy about was the fact that we get K2SO back. Right. Hell. Dude, I just realized that. I was yeah. like, he's not on the poster. And I was like, we get K2SO back? Yeah. Maybe we could see the origin of like how he, he got comes, turned over. Yeah, he got turned over. And I was like, I hate how he's so far in the back of that. Uh, yeah, you can barely see Like it, he yeah. didn't mean anything. Yeah, and you're like, K2SO was, was one of the best parts of that yep. movie. He was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just was like, oh, yeah, we can right. totally do that. <laughs> I, I want to, to your piece about Rogue One, um, the fact that the story uh, was a free ball story. Yeah. That they could write it any which way they wanted. Mm. Um, the only I, part you needed was Leia getting the plan. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and what we have now for the Mando, and most likely the upcoming shows, is 
I I would say a, a thank you to Rogue One for making it dark, gritty. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the trenches, dealing with the lower parts of these universes, than rather than, I mean, it's good versus evil, but the bigger picture, good versus evil. Yeah. You know, we didn't get that. We got some people on a mission to do right. some stuff, and it was really cool, action packed. It was darker than fuck, uh, which I we know we all enjoy. Uh, to also that point is <clears throat> with this Andor thing, much like the Obi Wan, this whatever Rogue One. I always looked at it after Rogue One, especially is like the best stories. The best stories to tell are the ones never written, mm. and we're really, really starting to get that. Like with everything they're about to give us. Yeah. No, agreed. I mean, even I, I'm, I'm sure this is on the list. The one that's coming out about the High Republic. Yeah, no, that's literally how I wanted to end the episode and stuff. I mean, since we got just a little bit of time left, okay, okay, we, then we got just a little bit of time. I mean, we'll we'll kind of jump past uh, Andor here, but once again, I'm I just so excited for Andor. Like, no, it's agreed. Be a cool story. There's tons to tell there. It'll be interesting to see his demeanor of like how he maybe had some light and then it kind of went away. Mm. And then she brought it back, you know, Jin brought it back, obviously. Right. Um, my second one, the next one I wanted to get into for two seconds, just because there's not a lot of time left, but then there's also, I, I, we have no information about this. Yeah. I was just geeked because Lando. <sighs> Just you, you're giving me a Lando show. He's just gonna bang that chick. <laughs> That's supposedly his daughter, but yeah, he's gonna bang a lot of chicks. I'm just excited. Like, I mean, when do you put this? Like, when do you put this in the timeline? Are you doing this like at the end of, um, what's it called? Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Where are you putting this in here? You know, is this after? You know, is this the same timeline as Mando, or you know, that in between? Right, the originals and the sequels. Like, where is this? Yeah, I guess it comes down to is are you bringing back old school Lando? Right, are you or are you bringing back yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan? Or not Michael B. Jordan. Or no, not Michael B. Jordan. Uh, 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 Glover. 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 Uh, Danny Glover. Not Danny Glover because Danny Glover's the <laughs> Donald dad. Glover. Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. I always say Danny Glover. I know I because you're like Danny's time. obviously the younger it's one. Every time. Like, no, it's definitely. Uh, Danny is right at you when I say it too, and I know I'm wrong. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) When you bring back Donald Glover, which I the only thing I enjoyed about Solo was was Donald Glover. (laughs) Donald Glover in the very ending, basically, we saw the big twist, which I was like, yeah. Otherwise, this movie and the you know twelve parsecs, but even that was kind of like. Yeah, but I was like, he was the best part of that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. and then of course the seeing our our boy Darth. Yeah, I could have. Uh, Darth, yeah, Darth yeah, like that was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was the only two good parts of that movie. <laughs> like, pretty much, Emily Clark. Like, you're hot and all, but you didn't do anything for me in that movie. Did nothing for me. Han was hot garbage. Yeah. I mean, Chewie's I just, cool because yeah, Chewie's right. Cool, yeah, but... you know, being in that mud pit and everything. Yeah. But it was like this movie sucked dick. Yeah, it wasn't good. Besides. Yeah. Donald, and just seeing how shady of a fucking person he was. Still smooth as fuck, And then though. when he just stole the fucking, uh, he stole, wow, oh my god, uh, the Millennium Falcon back right. and everything. Yeah. Uh, it was just the best part of that fucking movie. Yeah, I agree. And again, seeing Darth Maul at the end, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's okay, awesome. Dokey. You're bringing back Darth Maul. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. Live What's up? Yes, <laughs> right. please. Yeah, I want him back again. He didn't get enough time. Yeah, Just like Boba Fett didn't get enough time, Darth Maul didn't get enough time. And it worked out well. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I was like, 
Those are the only two saving graces that movie, and why nothing else happened. Because yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Because it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so Lando, super excited about. I have no idea when this is what what's going to happen with this. I'd be okay with either way, even if you brought old school Lando back to play some stuff. I'd be like, that sounds dope too. He's just banging that chick the whole time sure. with his old body. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Even <laughs> if it's like him and Chewie like doing cool shit together for a minute. That too. Dude, if I get Chewie in the show, that'd be dope. Yeah. So, so yeah, lots of fun ideas, and then that's uh, actually leading up to Acolytes, um, which is the end of the High Republic, or like it's supposed to take place during the High Republic, which, but towards the end of it, right? Yeah, I believe it's supposed to be towards the end of it. Um, it's just that's such a weird, loose definition of where I need to kind of like look that up a little bit more, because the High Republic is kind of considered like before episode one. Right. Um, but then also I've heard the High Republic is supposed to be like years, you know, like 500 years ago kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's that weird line. I did see a really cool... So that being said, that's actually one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this because it's not part of the 60 years of storyline. Mm-hmm. Right, if I recall, uh, you've been asking for something like this I've been for waiting time. for this forever because ever since the Knights of the Old Republic video games came out, I was like, cool, this is a thousand years before the Luke and Leia story. Like, right. This is way before anything we know. There's eons of story to tell right. besides... There's all these Sith, all these Jedi. There's so many other stories to yeah. tell in the Star Wars lore that, like, why are we focusing on these 60 years? Cool. I mean, I'm excited for all of any and all of the above that's coming, of course. Yeah. But this is the one particular one where I'm like, yay, this is not a part of that. Um, Agreed. But one of the cool things that I did see for a big rumor, which was a lot of fun, um, was uh, the fact that it might be involving with Plagueis, which I was super excited about. Yeah. I was like, that sounds really cool. That Plagueis the I, wise. Right? I get to see, like, the beginning of Palpatine. Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. Wouldn't say no to that. Right. Yeah. So, once again, I, I don't know much about this, but that was a cool idea, and I'm just excited for the and That has endless possibilities. That truly has, you, you can do anything. Yeah. There's no, it's nothing that holds you back in that storyline or like in the time restriction of what it is. Right. I mean, if you want to do about Darth Plague, it's okay, cool, then you got to lead up to episode one. I'm okay with that. Just, yeah. This is a totally different time, or maybe you have some of the old Jedi and stuff. That'd be really cool to see some of the Jedi Masters that we don't see in other, t- you know, throughout the Skywalker storyline. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of them, and they do all a bunch of cool shit. <clears throat> right. So, yeah. No, I, I don't know. But I don't know what you guys kind of think about it. But uh, Again, I mean, I have no it. real thought because I, obviously I, you're that's, our interim that's more <laughs> Star your, Wars guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was to say, that's your world. You've read books, comics, fucking everything under the sun. Like, you'd know way more about that. And that's why I go, I so just, whatever you say, man. <laughs> right. I'm like, maybe we'll see Yaddle. I want all that Maybe we'll see Yaddle in her prime. Something, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, see something. But I did like whatever the, you want. The title sequence, the, the title teaser was cool because they did put up the big, like, the acolyte, and then there's a slow saber cut that goes through it. Yeah. We don't see the saber. It's just, like, a burning cut that goes through. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's cool. No. That's cool. 
That's all I got. I know nothing about anything. It's <laughs> like, but uh, you already got me intrigued. I'm stupid. It's called the acolyte. That means like there's a guy. He's probably gonna do some shit. Yeah. Man. And then you're giving me a slow cut saber. Like, well, that doesn't probably spell for good. <laughs> So, yeah, let's get this going. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all for whatever. Like I said, I mean, as you said it a million times, Steve, is I'm tired of being in this universe. No. You know, I love it for what it is. It's cool for what it is. Again, the points that we're hitting, like Mando and Ahsoka and everything, that's going to be cool to fill in those spots right. because, like, they're fun characters to watch. Right. And it's not really about Luke and Leia. But give me something way before that's brand new, that's yeah. something totally different. You can start a whole new universe right. of, like, characters and stuff that you could make a million other shows off of. Right. Like, hey, this is where you start. Here's a bunch of other stuff that you can do whatever the fuck you want with in the Star Wars And universe. that's where I go, like, you know, you test out this show and it goes well. Now all of a sudden you can be like, hey, now we can maybe make movies about this yeah, and yep. like explore yeah. a whole new fucking thing. Right. Um, you know, or is that pop maybe what Taika already has in mind? I'm hoping that's what they're having Taika with TC work on because that was supposed to be the Benoff brothers. Uh, right. Or uh, D.B. Weiss and yeah. Benoff right. from uh, Game of Thrones that were supposed to be doing that. And then they got kiboshed after season eight. Which, right. Mm, it is what it is. Different conversation yeah, for a different right. day. But I mean, you know that this show has been in the works for longer than we know yeah you know where taika probably would have been privy to it i like uh, that taika's project was like the only unnamed unknown project right on hand and i think the big which thing probably means, is like I, the show it could spell for big things yeah. right if they if they want to keep that one because i'm sure there's an idea on the table yeah. and they're trying to work it out yeah but the fact that they're not giving us anything other than confirming he's doing a movie Right. This could be a really big. Well, big, I think that's probably why they're, step. they're probably going to wait for this show to hit and see how it hits with right. people. Sure, because I'm sure the movie's probably based something off of that. I mm -hmm. mean, that's where you're going to go next. Right. I, that's where I feel like you can only go next. For which yeah, show right. is uh, for this new I one about it. the old Republic? Or yeah, the okay, High Republic. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, but see how this show hits. I'm sure Tyke has already seen the write-ups and everything. Is like I fucking dig this. Yeah. Let's make sure it hits, and then. I can focus the movie more on this time. Because that was even a cool thing that they did this year. I mean, other than other media was uh, the comic books. They started that whole High Republic Star Wars comic book line and stuff. So I was like, oh, quite cool. That you're, you're continuing this right. is the new timeline that you want to work with. Whenever it is, I'm hoping earlier versus closer to the, the Skywalker timeline or time period. But yeah. Um, yeah. So... We'll see, man, but I'm excited for everything. Yeah, so. same. As I told you boys before, I'm I'm more excited on the Star Wars end of this investors fucking meeting than I was the Marvel. Yeah. Which is, in, it's insane for me to even say out loud. But. Yeah. I think it was just that we knew a lot about the Marvel side and that the, the Star Wars side just came out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. All this. Yeah. And I know a bunch of people, I mean, I don't know everything that's about to happen in this fucking marvel universe and new characters are coming that i'm unfamiliar with right which is funny because it's the same for star wars but like these stories in the marvel thing it's like yeah i get it people are gonna die <laughs> people are gonna fight we gotta save the earth yada 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 <laughs> the, the star the star wars one you know for so long like we've all said it's been force against force it's Sith right. against jedi right which is why i like these mando shows or you know other other avenues but even if we're going a thousand years back with the Sith and the Jedi, dude, by the fuck all means. Yeah. Because and to the point of that Game of Thrones comment before, like, yeah, season eight bomb, those guys lost the movie, but they're doing that Targaryen show 
and it's going to take place hundreds, if not a thousand years in the past. Yeah. Like, cool. Right. Let me see how we got here. Right. right. And that's, yeah. I think we can all agree on that one. Right. 100%. So, uh, and I know we got to wrap this up here in about momentarily, but I just wanted to throw out a little mention to this because I'm, there's, uh, once again, Cool, same storyline, but Rogue Squadron. That's the other big thing yeah. that they announced was Rogue Squadron. Which I said has no tie into the video game. Yeah, let's put it out there. I was like, that's fine. Like, that's totally cool. But once again, that's still a cool brand name of a set of characters right. in the universe that I'm like, cool, that's awesome. That sounds fantastic. And yeah. then the person that got working on it is the, the, the woman that did Wonder Woman 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Which mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, that's insane fans. Like, I'm going to enjoy that no matter what's going on. Like, that's going to be cool. It's not bad. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, not much to say about that one. I don't know a ton about Rogue Squadron as an overall, but I'm excited to see, like, Wedge Antilles. That'd be cool to see Luke in there because he's technically part of Rogue Squadron. Right. Like, that'd be dope. But otherwise, yeah. So, anyways, you guys have a good one. Let us know what you guys think in uh, more of the Star Wars. I'm pretty sure we won't uh, do the last two little Star Wars things because they were pretty minor. But we at least did on everything I wanted to. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah. Pump for more Star Wars, please throw it at my face. And uh, you boys have a good one. We'll, we'll see you later. See you later, buddy. All right. Catch you guys. We'd love to get your feedback. Please contact Cocktails and Comics at cocktailsncomics at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, C-O-C-K-T-A-I-L-S-N-C-O-M-I-C-S at gmail.com. Also, catch us on Spotify and iTunes, along with our other podcast, Nothing's Off Base.